Hello, my name is Melissa Abbott, and today I am practicing Red Swift Courageous Tara. And Red Swift Courageous Tara gives you the openness and fortitude, even in the challenging moments and circumstances of your life, to stand your ground, to keep your compassion, empathy, and kindness front and center. Red Swift Courageous Tara is the first of the 21 Taras, and she is truly a heroine of the First Order. I wondered when I first started doing her practice why she is the first Tara in the sadhana or the practice of the 21 Taras. And if you examine her name a bit, we can get some insights into her mission and personality. She is known in Tibet as noble, feminine, Buddha, Tara, Norma Pamo, or Jetson Drolman Norma Pamo. Jetson is a word for supreme protector with a feminine Buddha-like quality of body, speech, and mind. And Drolma is liberator or savior, savioress. And she has the ability to lead others away from suffering, fear, imprints, and mental patterns of thinking. And she can lead you from that to an enlightened state. And Norma means she doesn't take her time. She is swift and quick, no nonsense, and she is always ready. And Pamo means heroine, like a female hero. And she is heroic in her commitment to the liberation of not only you, but to all beings. She's not just messing around. She absolutely means it. And she is always ready, never tired, never bored. And she is there when you call on her. She is the first one you call, and that's because of her love, compassion, and power. And that is why she is number one. She actually has a very complex mixture uh, mixture of energies, which includes a no-nonsense attitude, like a parent who knows what's best for the child. And she might display a type of intensity where she funnels that energy into grabbing a child's arm before they step out in traffic or a teacher who knows your shortcomings, but still urges you on to grow and evolve. And when you know that red courageous Tara is in your corner, you feel waves of compassion and support. You get to know that you can do anything and there may be times when you are guided to work for ending hunger, war, social injustices, um, problems in your neighborhood, family fights, situations with your teenage children. And you might observe a type of underlying anger inside yourself that stirs the fire a bit when you do these things. While you may be angry and upset, 
there is a component to this type of anger which signals that you have extremely valid concerns about a situation, a community, a group of people in your life, another person, a child, a parent, a friend. And this type of concern can lead you to actively work for causes that leave you drained and conflicted when they don't get resolved right away. And this is why Red Swift, Courageous Tar's compassion is so valuable. When you feel overwhelmed, whether it's not being able to get along with family members because their actions endanger others, or not knowing what to do or say in the face of a friend's sickness or grief or loss, um, you know, she, Red Swift, Courageous Tara is there for you. And I once had a teacher named Guru Mai Chidvalasananda, uh, and she's still my teacher, but uh, back in the 1990s, I spent many years attending her programs and practices at her ashram in upstate New York. And she is a Saraswati monk, and they wear red. So you might even imagine, you know, I can imagine her in her red silk robes as absolutely red, swift, courageous Tara at times. And I particularly remember a time when she was giving a talk about stopping all your floundering around and buying into stories and dramas of your life like infatuation or obsessions and things that take you away from your focus, trying to control everything. Um, And that kind of thing takes you away from the focus of your spiritual sadhana path or evolution. And when she gave this talk, she had a look of sternness on her face. But at the same time, although her talk was fiery and intense, I had this incredible experience that I had never felt so much love from her. She was telling the truth. She was a teacher urging her students to drop the mundane and toxic circumstances of what appeared to be reality. And instead of becoming one without a reality, to look to the inner self, the pure inner consciousness, the truth of things. In the Katha Upanishad, it is said that the Creator pierced us with outward-facing apertures. And because of this, most people look outwards and not inwards to the inner self. Now, a rare and wise person and that would be you and me, if you're listening to this, turns the gaze around and looks inward to the self. Maybe there were toxic family circumstances in your childhood, or even today with family members or in-laws. Perhaps you're frustrated when you're unable to settle conflicts between yourself and others, or to offer solace in the, front, in the face of a friend's illness or loss. And when you connect with Tara's enlightened perspective, you gain patience and strength to dive directly 
into your own frustration and uncover the fear and grief that hinders the natural flow of compassion from within. Tara's wisdom reflects the profound understanding that all beings, all events, and all circumstances are intimately connected in a web more vast than you can imagine. Many people only make that connection through fighting or gossiping or bonding around the dislike of someone else. Claiming a peaceful life requires releasing people that keep you hooked on an addictive emotional drama wheel. Asking yourself when these things come up, is it worth the impact of this situation, person, place, or thing? That, you know, they're, what, they're going to have, uh, you know, an impact on my nervous system. Is it worth it? And this is where Tara practice can really help you out. Know that being triggered is a normal and natural and healthy part of the human experience. So you don't want to beat yourself up about being triggered. Just observe, pause, and look to release the emotional drama and baggage. You may notice this triggers you and your nervous system when you are the toxic butt of a family situation or someone tries to draw you into one. So we may have all had the experience of being the black sheep in the family or the friend that everyone loves to talk about behind their back and make fun of. Um, And also, Similarly to this, it's very normal to be upset when a loved one is ill. And so if you're in these type of situations, a great way to take care of your nervous system is to practice red, swift, courageous Tara. So let us start a bit of the practice And so we want to imagine large spaciousness, night sky, open ocean, vast space, maybe even a picture from the Hubble telescope. And now we're going to do our first visualization and First and foremost, in the practice of the 21 Taras, we always, at the beginning, invoke Green Tara by visualizing her coming into form in front of you. So just imagine that Green Tara is coming to the forefront in front of you, right in front of you. You can have your eyes closed. And she is in a luminous, subtle body of light. And if you are not a visualizing kind of person, you can just have the somatic sense that green Tara is in front of you, seated on a moon cushion in the center of her lotus throne. 
And imagine her surrounded right now by your teachers and their teachers. So these teachers could be your parents, teachers at school, your second grade teacher. It could also mean spiritual teachers and their teachers. And so you just want to kind of imagine her surrounded by your teachers and their teachers. And if you can't, you know, if it's too much to just tick off everyone, you can just say to yourself, I imagine Green Tara surrounded by all the masters, loved ones, teachers, and guides in my life. And now we want to visualize all 21 emanations of Tara, and they are floating in the background behind your teachers in what you would call a mandala, like a great swirling circle. And they are appearing in luminous, subtle bodies of light in their varying colors. So just imagine behind the teachers, the 21 emanations of Tara. And now imagine yourself surrounded by your friends, your loved ones, and supporters, your neighbors, the people at your yoga class, acquaintances, the cashier at the grocery store, and they are surrounded by their friends as well. So you have a community of friends, loved ones, and supporters surrounded by their friends as well, all around you. And then just continue with this until you have imagined an infinite number of beings, all receiving the blessings of your Tara practice as her light pours into you and those around you. And as we do these great imaginations, we will say the green Tara praise. So homage, we salute Tara. And the praise of the root mantra of Tara. And all the gods and non-gods bow down, touching their crowns to your lotus feet, Tara. You remove all forms of poverty, both material and spiritual. I prostrate to you, Mother Green Tara. Om. I praise the venerable, exalted Tara. I praise you, Tara, the liberator, swift and courageous, who through Tutare removes all fear and through Tore bestows all benefits. And you can imagine green Tara, just know that she is green in color. Her right hand makes the gesture of supreme giving. Her left hand makes the gesture of the three jewels. And she holds an open blue Utpala flower 
at the height of her left ear. And half of her hair is bound up in a top knot, and the rest flows down to her hips. She wears many jewels and a jeweled crown, and she is youthful in appearance and is dressed in multicolored silks. Her body is marked with all the signs of a Buddha. An aura of light emanates from her body. Her right leg is extended and her left leg is bent. And in her crown is a white seed syllable, Om. And in her throat is a red Ah. And in her heart, a blue hum. Her mantra, Om Tare, Tutare, Ture Soha. And we now recite the refuge prayer out loud, or you can just listen to me or inwardly to yourself. This is a prayer of commitment to the practice for all these beings. I take refuge in Tara's completely awakened consciousness and in the wisdom traditions and teachings from all traditions and in the communities of spiritual practitioners around the world who have in the past and are here now longing for awakening. I take refuge in the Buddha Tara, the Dharma and the Sangha. We now generate bodhicitta. This is a prayer of motivation and we recite the bodhisattva prayer. Through the practice of giving and the other perfections, may I reach full enlightenment in order to be of benefit to all living beings. And now we say the four um, immeasurables. And that is a prayer of intention. May all beings have happiness and the causes of happiness. May all beings be free from sorrow and the causes of sorrow. May all beings never be separated from the sacred happiness which is sorrowless. May all beings live in equanimity without attachment for those we hold close, or aversion for those we hold at a distance, and live believing in the equality of all that lives. And now it's time for us to make offerings to Tara. We can imagine placing in front of Tara the traditional offerings of water to drink, water to wash her feet, flowers, incense, lights, candles, 
essential oils, perfumes, food, and music. And you can tailor those offerings to beautiful music that you enjoy. Maybe a healing tambora. Beautiful flowers from your garden. Maybe you pick some roses today. Some beautiful iced tea that you have to drink in the refrigerator. Some essential oils that you have a misting in the background. And you can make inner personal offerings as well. Your gratitude for things done or the fears you wish to release. You can give any aspect of your life to Tara for her transformation. If you are having difficulties in your personal life or feeling distress about our collective humanity, offer those things to Tara as well. And when you do that, imagine that Tara blesses you with insight about your offerings and transforms them into wisdom blessings that you may pass on to others. And so each emanation of Tara has a praise. And we're now going to uh, praise Red Swift Courageous Tara. So we're just going to invite the first emanation, Red Swift and Courageous Tara, to come forth. And you bring her into the foreground in front of Green Tara by visualizing or sensing her directly in front of you. Try seeing her in your surroundings of expansive universal energy. So imagine a limitless void, a big sky, a never-ending universe filled with pure potentiality and the beauty you feel that arises from your inner connection with Tara's enlightened state and activity. And as you call Red Swift Courageous Tara to come forward, her face and body are the color red. Her expression is what is called semi-wrathful but we might also call it determined and no-nonsense, but also a bit happy and joyful in spite of her seriousness. Her teeth are showing and her eyes or her third eye are open and flashing light, light, like lightning. And that lightning is a metaphor for the instantaneous experience of feeling her spiritual power and grace. Her left hand is in the three jewels mudra, where the thumb and forefinger are at her heart center, and the other three fingers float upwards. And these fingers represent the refuge of what is called the three jewels. And those three jewels are the Buddha, um, the, na- uh, the Buddha nature, which is actually the enlightened, compassionate awareness, as in bodhicitta. And the second one is the Dharma, and that means the teachings of the Buddha. And the third one is Sangha, and that means the company you keep who practice the refuge 
And that here, that would be you and me. Or who is ever listening here is in that Sangha. So you take refuge in the Buddha energy, the enlightened energy. You take refuge in the teachings and you take refuge in your Sangha. And we'll recite the praise as we vis- as you visualize her. Red, swift, and courageous tower. Remember, she's red in color, and her expression is a mixture of wrath and attachment. She connects to your situation with compassion. She is seated on a lotus throne with a moon disc in the center, and she holds also holds a red vase that has the power to control and prevent and transform negativity. So her praise, I praise the red, swift, and courageous Tara, whose look is an instantaneous experience as enlightening, who appears from the open water-born lotus on the protector of the three worlds. So let's just talk about what this might mean. What is the protector of the three worlds? What's the face? What's the tear? What's what's all this about? So there's a story, as there is with everything. So the little history. So there was a time, many, many years ago, when the great bodhisattva of compassion, Avalokiteshvara, made a vow to free all sentient beings from the lower realms of existence. And in a moment, I mean, he must have been really young and vibrant and a little naive. So in a moment of high energy and great confidence, he vowed before all the other Buddhas and Bodhisattvas that he would work endlessly until all beings had finally been liberated. And he proclaimed, if I should hesitate in this task for even a moment, then let me shatter into a thousand pieces. So having set this attention, he began to work with great vigor and amazing force. And he felt tremendous joy as he freed one sentient being after another. Then he had the experience when he turned his gaze and looked behind him, when he saw innumerable other beings falling behind him into the lower realms where they experienced great suffering. He hesitated. For one instant, he gave up. He was overwhelmed. And according to his vow, he shattered into countless fragments. And the Buddhas and the Bodhisattvas who had witnessed this vow and his great effort gathered all of the tiny pieces and put them together again. And after Avalokiteshvara was made whole again, he wept profusely. So he really had this inner experience where he was just torn apart and put back together. Haven't we all had those experiences? And his tears were so great that they formed a pool in which a beautiful lotus flower blossomed. And Tara arose from its open center a Buddha herself, the goddess of compassion. And from that time forward, 
Avila Kateshwara had 1,000 arms, many faces, and limitless power to liberate beings. And he now realized that he had a companion, Tara, dedicated to the same efforts as he. And the classic interpretation of this well-known narrative is that Tara sprang fully formed from Avalokiteshvara's tears and that she was born from the tears of his compassion. One might find it more likely that his ordeal shattered his former approach to life. And so trying to accomplish an impossible task alone with the sheer force of his hard work, his grief over his limitations in the face of ongoing and unending suffering broke him open to another reality embodied in a female Buddha. He is not alone. He can rely on Tara's feminine wisdom and ask for her help in his future efforts. Tara is more than a byproduct of Avalokiteshvara's journey, yet his struggles have illuminated those of generations of women and men in various life stages through the ages. An open-ended interpretation of these stories makes room for all kinds of possibilities. The teachings associated with the legend of Avalokiteshvara offer comfort and inspiration when you face critical turning points or challenges in your life. You may find yourself passionately involved in social justice issues, observing a war or famine on the news like Somalia or um, Ukraine, uh, striving to make progress, yet the most vulnerable people, the children, the older people, continue to suffer while those in power refuse to help. The obstacles seem insurmountable. And it creates a a temptation to give up or turn away. And in times like these, the story of Avalokiteshvara can inspire you to ask Tara for help, to grieve, to rest, to continue working for a worthy cause. So you can see that the vestiges of Avalokiteshvara in the praise that comes to us from Atisha, who brought this practice to Tibet over a thousand years old. The praise again, the praise. I praise the swift and courageous Tara, whose look is as instantaneous as lightning, who appeared from the open water-borne lotus on the face of the protector of the three worlds. The praise of red, swift, and courageous Tara assures you that Tara acts swiftly to help you. Tara is there in the instant that you call out to her. Her presence has a lightning-like quality, creating an awareness that was not there before. Thoughts of her arose. The part of the praise that says that she appeared from the waterborne lotus in other translations is actually the actual tears from Avilakiteshwara. His right eye, they say the tears came from his right eye as an expression of love and compassion. 
So the last lines of the praise do refer to the origin origin story in which Tara appears to Avelikiteshvara, the Bodhisattva of compassion, after he has been transformed by that shattering experience in the underworld. His struggle to accommodate the seemingly endless suffering of living beings illuminates our own struggles as we face critical turning points or challenges in our lives. Have you ever been overwhelmed by an impossible task? Have your ideals and hopes been shattered after you worked diligently for a higher cause, only to see no concrete results? Maybe you worked on an election and your candidate didn't win. Have you wanted desperately to help someone and discovered you had no impact on their situation? The story of Avelikiteshvara reminds you that healing and breakthroughs in understanding arise out of grueling experiences. Tara is with you at every moment. You simply have to call on her to realize this for yourself. Now let's talk about Tara's mantra. So Tara's mantra are sacred sounds creating an intense or concentrated form of energy. And this energy activates, the mantras activate Tara's energy and the emanation surrounding you. It's a form of enlivened consciousness, and it can plant a seed within your awareness to transform you from within. And that transformation can be in all the ways that Red Swift Courageous Tara can help you. Freedom from fear, contracted states, and eventually ultimate liberation. So those mantras, OM, it starts with OM. That is the sound of enlightened consciousness. Tare, an active form of the word Tara, means meaning star, navigator, savioress, and liberator. Tutare, supreme joy from having glimpses of the enlightened state. And Tore, the swift remover of fear and swaha or soha, so be it, let it be so. That little soha is a little nail right on the end of the mantra. And then that's that's the green Tara mantra. So for the red swift courageous Tara, we add some more syllables here. Sarva, sarva means all your emotions and reactions. Tredatu, the three worlds. Now, in Buddhism, the three worlds means formless or vast void, what they call shunyata, where all potentially potentialities reside. And this is what they call a non-dual view. Desires, stories, fantasies, longings, thoughts. These can be Positive like creativity or negative like obsessions, impulsive actions and form. Objects, animals, peoples, plants look separate in reality, but are actually connected in both obvious and subtle ways. So, Tre Datu, uh, uh, 
just it is the three worlds. So this is where your desires and stories and objects and people and obsessions and actions, they get transformed because it's a limitless state. And then Vasham. So you authorize and command to control emotions, even those that remain in the unconscious mind. So unconsciously, you can be triggered and there's absolutely nothing you can do about it. So you ask Tara to control those emotions. And then Kuru. Kuru means do it now, Tara. Do it all. You're not asking her to just maybe do it. You're telling her, please do it. Do it now. And Soha. May it be so. So the mantra, Om Tare, Tu Tare, Ture, Sawa, Tre Datu, Vashyam, Kuru, Soha. So that is the Red Swift Courageous Tara mantra. And I praise the the swift and courageous Tara whose look is as instantaneous as lightning, who appeared from the open water-borne lotus on the face of the Lord of of the triple worlds. So we are going to repeat the mantra for this emanation. I'm going to repeat it 21 times. And if whenever possible, you can repeat it 108 times. But I'm repeating it 21 times for our practice today. And I have a nice little bone mala here from Tibet. And I have it marked off for 21. It's a string of beads. Yak bone, that's what it is. So we're going to recite the mantra. And when we do recite the mantra, and we're going to do it 21 times, visualize the mantra circulating in your heart area counterclockwise. And you can install or imagine Red Swift Courageous Tara in the center. And in her heart is the seed mantra TAM, T-A-M. And there's actually a little uh, Sanskrit, you know, uh, drawing of it. It kind of looks like a question mark with a little ohm on the bottom. So imagine that TAM in the center of her heart. And let us begin our mantra repetition. OM TARE TUTARE TURE Sarva tre datu vasham kuru soha. Om tara tu tare ture. Sarva tre datu vasham kuru soha. Om tara tu tare ture. Sarva tre datu vasham kuru soha. Om tara tu tare ture. Sarva tre datu vasham kuru soha. Om tara tu tara. Ture Sarva Tre Datu Vasham Kuru Soha Om Tara Tutara Ture Sarva Tre Datu Vasham Kuru Soha Om Tara Tutara Ture Sarva Tre Datu Vasham Kuru Soha Om Tara Tutara Ture Sarva Tre Datu Vasham Kuru Soha Om Tara Tutara Ture 
Sarva Tredatu Vasham Kuru Soha Om Tara Tutara Ture Sarva Tredatu Vasham Kuru Soha Om Tara Tutara Ture Sarva Tredatu Vasham Kuru Soha Om Tara Tutara Ture Sarva Tredatu Vasham Kuru Soha Om Tara Tutara Ture Sarva Tredatu Vasham Kuru Soha Om Tara Tutara Ture Sarva Tredatu Vasham Kuru Soha Om Tara Tutara Ture Sarva Tredatu Vasham Kuru Soha Om Tara Tutara Ture Sarva Tredatu Vasham Kuru Soha Om Tara Tutara Ture Sarva Tredatu Vasham Kuru Soha Om Tara Tutara Ture Sarva Tredatu Vasham Kuru Soha Om Tara Tutara Ture Sarva Tredatu Vasham Kuru Soha Two more Om Tara Tutara Ture Sarva Tredatu Vasham Kuru Soha Om Tara Tutara Ture Sarva Tredatu Vasham Kuru Soha Remembering your heartfelt connection with Tara. And as you rest in a silent meditation, imagine beautiful red energy flowing from courageous red Tara right into you, coming from her vase, from her heart. Rest in the open space of awareness and stay with the aliveness of the mantra recitations that we just did, leaving all concepts and thoughts behind and remain in this state for as long as you are comfortable. For for this particular recording, we'll just remain in this state for a couple of minutes.
And now dissolve the visualization. Imagine the emanation of Tara receding into her place in the mandala. And then visualize the entire mandala of Tara that you created at the beginning of this practice, dissolving into light. And that light flows into your heart where a small version of Tara is seated on a lotus-shaped throne. The light circulates counterclockwise through your entire body. It swirls and then pours out of your heart back into the entire universe. But always think that Tara remains with you always in your heart. Dedicate the merit, offer the positive contribution of your practice to the collective consciousness of the world for the healing and awakening of every sentient being. And say to yourself, I dedicate whatever positive potential that has been generated by this practice for my healing and awakening and for the healing and awakening of all beings everywhere with no exception. And through the power of my merit, may I quickly attain the state of the exalted, enlightened Tara and lead all sentient beings without a single exception into that state. This is Melissa Abbott. It's been my pleasure and privilege to lead you through the red, swift, and courageous Tara practice or sadhana. Take a deep inhale. Bring your hands together, Anjali Mudra, at your heart chakra, and bring your thumb knuckles to your third eye. Namaste.